time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Incident 100 miles off the coast of Guadalcanal, time the present. The United States naval destroyer on what has been a most uneventful cruise. In a moment, they're going to send a man down 30 fathoms and check on a noisemaker, someone or something tapping on metal. You may or may not read the results in a naval report, because Captain Beecham and his crew have just set a course that will lead this ship and everyone on it into the Twilight Zone. Episode number 104 of the Twilight Zone was the 30 Fathom Grave as we continue our uh, our, our slog through <laughs> the fourth season of hour long episodes. Oh, this this was an enjoyable episode. I actually I, you know, a, a little too long, but better better it, than it, last week. It was it's got uh, you know, I th- I think I mentioned this before that a uh, couple times when uh um, you know, when I was really little and I was, you know, with uh with my dad and my brother camping out in the back he would he would tell us a couple twilight zone stories as like ghost stories yeah and uh, th- this seems like it would it would definitely work very well i don't i don't think he did because uh um uh, you know we w- he, he he wouldn't have been able to keep our attention for an hour long episode <laughs> but even even retelling it probably wouldn't have worked but uh uh this does seem like it would have fit pretty well uh one thing that bothered me as I was watching this, is why are the Navy guys wearing baseball caps? I don't know, Keith. I was wondering the same thing. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. I thought I was going crazy. Because they, they look like, uh, to, to me at least, they look like Detroit Tigers caps. <laughs> they really do. I, I, oh my God, I'm so And I'm not the that. I'm not the world's biggest uh, naval historian here, but I, I'm not thinking that was ever a thing. Well, you are the author of Righteous Might. That's true, which you can find at uh, Eckhart's Press, uh, Amazon, uh, you know, just uh, it, buy it and enjoy it, please. Just say, hey, Alexa, buy. Oh, God, my Alexa's listening to me. <laughs> hey, I don't have an answer for that. There you go. <laughs> it, 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 exactly. Um, so we're in uh, 1963. So it's supposed to be present day for for the time. Right. Which, by the way, uh, so we're sneaking up on you know, when the Kennedy assassination would have happened and Kennedy's been referenced yeah. at least once. This is January so, 10th original air date. So we're about. Yeah. So, you know, so it would be interesting to, it would be interesting to know, like it, it wouldn't happen in this season, obviously, but in next season, if that's actually referenced at all. Yeah. Um, let's see. So the last, yeah. So the, the last episode of the, of the season original air date is May 23rd, 63. So. Yeah, so so they wouldn't they definitely wouldn't mention it this season, but since Kennedy no. was mentioned uh earlier, yeah, yeah, that that'll be interesting to net, you know, kind of following around along in real time if they for sure they actually reacted to that. Although it would have taken longer for episodes to actually be produced, so I'm not sure. Yeah, true. If if this was released in January, I'm sure they you know they had filmed it months ahead of time. I have one question, uh just geographically. Um they are a, they are uh, one. So the opening narration, they say that Rod Serling says that they're one hundred miles off the coast of Guadalcanal. Did you know where that was? Because I did not. 
Uh, I knew that it was uh, in the Pacific because it was a it was a big battle in World War II in the Pacific. I did not know it was basically like, I mean, I, I don't know how far it is, but just off the coast of Australia, basically. Oh, it is like is that like, far south? Yeah, yeah, it's it's northeast. It, it's basically east of Borneo, um, which I just just from it's it's funny uh that you know uh you said world war ii because i am picturing playing the board game axis and allies while i'm like looking at the wikipedia page for guadalcanal <laughs> i know that when i was young i thought it was a canal called guadal that's what i assumed yeah. <laughs> i thought they were just protecting a canal or something yeah I, i'm not sure uh you know when i first actually saw it in writing and saw that it was one word and then yeah. you know, figured out that it, it wasn't actually a canal it was a place called guadalcanal it's just one word <laughs> and and probably the the canal part of of that word probably has nothing to do with a canal it's just probably not <laughs> coincidence uh, but anyway, so this destroyer is uh, is off the coast of Guadalcanal, and uh, sonar sonar picks up um, uh, clanging, which is uh, which is interesting. Uh, and and first of all, it's kind of um, uh, I so so this actually bothered me. It probably shouldn't, but sonar you wouldn't actually be listening, like for an, an actual sound you'd be sending sound waves and then listening for the sound wave oh yeah because you it pings back yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't be just a uh yeah it's not a two it's not a telephone yeah and, and they used to <laughs> there was a time when they when they they actually did you know they, they actually did that as like a you know to know what was around them but that was before we had sonar that was that was was like a precursor to sonar. I forget what it was actually called. I I probably could have looked that up if I was actually good at doing research <laughs> for these things before we recorded them. I could have looked up what it was called, but it was uh, you know our listenership has come to love us looking up how much X number of dollars are in today's money. <laughs> so never do pre-research. It's a it's a staple of this uh, <laughs> of this podcast. So I guess that like obviously you know, and we'll find out the supernatural uh, stuff uh, you know from the sound and it's the Twilight Zone, whatever. But yeah, it seemed like now that when I, I never even thought of that, they really could have just called it something else because sonar is not like it's not an, uh, a speaker. No, it's not. So that that uh, that really bothered me as, as I was watching this. And then uh, it, it was like, wait, there's 42 minutes left of this. I just imagine your wife like seeing you pacing like at 3 a.m. And honey, what's the matter? I just like sonar. It's not like a two way like speaker yeah. thing. It's... You don't listen to sonar. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Keith, we got to talk. <laughs> It's like, uh, um, you know, in the Hunt for Red October, he's, uh, well, no, I, actually, they, they must still use it because in the Hunt for Red October, he actually is listening to to things. Mm. It's it's passive sonar. That's that's uh, that's what it's called now, but I, I don't think it was called that in the 60s. Don't get me started. <laughs> so they, they hear this uh, hammering sound, and it's uh, uh, eventually they are able to discern that it's a submarine on the ocean floor. Uh, but they find out there's been no uh, sinkings or accidents of any or any kind in the area, um, which is uh, odd because again, it's it's near 
Guadalcanal where there was yes. a a big uh, a big to do uh, <laughs> years previously. Although if they're a hundred miles away, I mean that's probably not you know it's probably not where the actual battle was. That's that's interesting. So I I have not read of so the the Wikipedia page you know uh, says well the the Battle of Solomon Sea. I forgot that there was actually like military operations that far south. Oh like, yeah, it, yeah, at one point, um, you know, is that any closer? Like, does that get Japan any closer to the U.S. that they were at Midway, or they uh, they tried to get at Midway? It does because, um, you know, like you don't think of Australia being that close, and it, and it wasn't necessarily that it was it was that close. It was, uh, it was a pretty big staging ground for the U.S. Sure, uh, okay, you know, it was sense. it was it was our biggest ally in the Pacific. Yeah. And, you know, J Japan, you know, at that point they were invading, especially at the beginning, they were invading so many places that they were actually getting pretty close to Australia. And sure. it, it, for a while there, it looked like, um, you know, like they might actually invade Australia. So there was definitely yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot of battles around there. Um, wow. But but yeah, there's nothing else. We were running a lot of ships and supplies and people and everything through Australia. So that makes sense. It, it would have made a lot of uh, sense. Um, so Chief Bell on the ship, he's uh, Chief Bell is feeling unwell, yeah. And um, you know, it, it's not it's not really explained what's going on. He just he just he just doesn't feel a hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> he's coming down with it. And uh, so they discover it's an American submarine, and there's there's hammering coming from inside, and uh, you know. I, obviously, this is um, it, it, this this is a you know a, a lot of, like the last episode. Like, there's a lot where if you're me and you actually stop and think, like, <laughs> first of all, it's not sonar, uh, right? Because right, right. they're listening to it. Um, there's a lot of things that you know, like like it's a it's a good ghost story, but a lot of it doesn't add up if you're like trying to tell it in like a modern situation it is so i guess that like yeah i mean it, and honestly keith all of this is fixed by just a couple lines of dialogue like yeah. well it can't be sonar because blah 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 so what we're hearing really doesn't make sense so it's got to be ghosts and maybe that's how they get to the conclusion that it's the the ghosts of the first battle of solomon in 1942 yeah, that that could be. Uh, maybe that was supposed to be implied, and and both of us just <laughs> just kind of glossed glossed over. Maybe, it. maybe, but it's like this is why you have hour long episodes <laughs> to well, include I mean, to, things to, like that. To to your point, like th they could have said, uh, you know, gee, I'm hearing this hammering sound on the sonar. Well, you shouldn't hear any sounds on the sonar because it—that's not how sonar works. Oh yeah, that's know, right. <laughs> like like they're, they're trying to—they're trying to figure out what's wrong with it, and then eventually they see that oh, there's a submarine down there, and uh, and uh, you know, then it's it's submarine seven fourteen, and uh, you know, it, it turns out that uh, you know, uh, you know, Bell was on that ship at one point, and um, you know. So Bell, so he's a chief. So obviously he's had some career, uh, you know, upward mobility. 
So was he just like a like a first mate 20 years ago? Do do military, do active military, I guess back then probably because there was a war every decade, but do a- active military careers really last 20 years? Um, well, first of all, if you were an officer, yeah, I, I would say that, uh, okay. you could, you could definitely last 20 years. I mean, you'd probably be, um, probably be an admiral at that point, but, yeah. you know, but, but if you were, uh, so he's a, he's a chief petty officer and, you know, chief. Yeah. And so that is like the highest enlisted. Uh, so he wouldn't have even been like an, ensign. Oh. He, was, he was an enlisted person. And then. You know, uh, over, okay. Over the that makes sense. The point where he's the, he's the highest uh, highest thing, and that that's like the you know, a, a chief petty officer is definitely going to be the you know probably the person on the ship with the most experience. I I think that makes sense. And chief is is just a navy term, right? Oh no, it's a it's a uh, it's a rank. Okay, I didn't know yeah, that. It's, it's, oh yeah, army chief. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it would be like th- there's a different version of it in in each you know, in each branch, but, uh, it would be a chief petty officer, which is a, um, yeah, I think in the army, it's actually warrant officer. Okay. And that's even though officers in the rank, it's, it's an enlisted rank. So the, these are the, these are the working men and women on the, on the ship, as opposed to the, as opposed to the officers who you know, <laughs> sit around sunning themselves all the time, <laughs> just eating grapes. Yeah, that that that's all officers do. The height right? of luxury, <laughs> having grapes fed to you. So eventually, uh, they send a diver down. Uh, you know, because obviously they're hearing this hammering sound, which means somebody's got to be in there, even though it's twenty-one years later. Surely, um, you know they uh, they they send a, a diver down there, and they find a uh, a dog tag, and it's actually it belongs to Chief Bell. Yes. Which is which is strange to say the least. So up until this point, I thought that we were get, that the crew was going to find out they were all dead. Oh, until, so so basically until, the opposite. Yeah. So it's like until chief until Bell so, you know, he he uh, the uh, dog tag uh, when when Bell finds out the dog that you know that's his dog tag. Um, Although so like, really, that that's not what happens because Bell isn't dead at the, at the moment. He's he's just he just has survivor's guilt because because basically what we learn is that Bell was on this submarine, and at one point he made a mistake that uh, ended up. Uh, alerting the Japanese ships in the area that their submarine was there. They all attack the submarine and it sinks, but he's basically the only survivor. Right. So after we find that out, I still think he's a ghost. He's been a ghost the entire time. He's been a ghost that has worked his way. No, this doesn't make sense. Never mind. <laughs> he's a very diligent ghost. Keith, how have I survived 39 years being so stupid? So stupid. <laughs> Up until literally 10 seconds ago, I thought that the message was because they find uh, so the, the 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 remains of the sailors that they find, I guess seven are 20 years decomposed, and one is like 
just Chief Bell hanging around, right? Yeah. Okay. But but I mean that's after Bell, you know, jumps overboard. Sure, sure. Which is pretty funny. And uh I so love the way that was shot. <laughs> it's the funniest drowning ever. <laughs> also, I it's because of this episode I now know what passing muster means. You always thought it was passing mustard, didn't you? <laughs> I did. It's okay. This is a safe space. You could admit. <laughs> I'm a sucker for condiments. I, I, I should uh, I should post that on Twitter. Just be like, listen. All I'm trying to say is, if you want me to take you seriously, you should remember <laughs> passing mustard, not passing mustard. I am proud to say, <clears throat> the uh, previous 103 episodes notwithstanding, um, that every tweet of yours along those lines that I have seen. I have, I have, I have been on the right side of them. Okay, that, that's good. Most people are because it, it's usually a pretty very, very specific. So does this, did those actually happen to you? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Oh so. wow, <laughs> that's that's something. Oh, it is man. something. Also, something was the fact that uh, Bell jumps <laughs> off the ship, and uh, you know, basically he's got survivor's guilt because he he uh, yeah. he killed all those people, but. You know, it uh, it was an accident. Accidents happen. I always say that. Uh, I I always say, you know, I I tell uh, you know the the people that work for me that um, everybody makes mistakes. Um, just don't make the same mistake repeatedly. Find yeah. new and exciting mistakes to make. <laughs> and uh, it, it seems like that uh, that serves everybody well. And I I think Bell could have uh, could have uh, you know learned a lot from that. He instead of uh you know killing himself he could have just told everybody the story and be like yeah and this is why you don't drop the the uh the infrared flare because See, it could kill everybody the um if <laughs> if uh bell continues if, if he follows that creative finding new and exciting uh mistakes to make then all of a sudden it's a madcap comedy and it turns into Mikhail's Navy. It, it could be. Yeah, I, I think this is, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, the movie MASH is funny, but it's it's definitely more serious than the absolutely than the TV show. It could be yeah. the same thing. Like this is the this is the prequel that's more <laughs> serious that they end up somehow turning into a sitcom. Although with the way season four is handled, it's probably. Oh, God. What was the Navy movie with Kelsey Grammer in the night? Anchor. Oh, uh, down Periscope, a classic. Down, <laughs> Down Periscope. Which it, has, it, the, uh, has the best line, which uh, I, I have the, the audio saved, but I, I can never find a... a, a I can't believe you know it was Down it, Where he says, uh, um, no offense to the USS Rustoleum here, but I'd be better off on the Merrimack. <laughs> and, and I have that audio saved. I, I'll put it in right here. See, isn't that perfect? Great? I love that so much. So uh, I finally had a chance to use it. Uh, it's been my white male of, uh, of audio. Uh, oh God! So ultimately, uh, Bell jumps off the uh, ship. They know they're unable to save him. Finally, the uh, the uh, the uh, the divers they go to they go on their rescue mission. They find um, uh, they find. Uh, I believe I, they they do find uh, Bell and they find uh, uh, eight sailors, one of which has a hammer in his hand, but he's right. very clearly been dead for twenty years. 
and <laughs> the way that they do reveal what the sound is i think is 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 pretty cool yeah um th there was there was something else there was another story where they you know long after this and i'm trying to think of what it was where it was it was something similar where it was a it was a clanging sound and it turned out it was somebody who was who was already dead yeah uh you uh in the twilight zone no 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 it was it was something something oh, okay. yeah. um you know it it's it's a better episode than last week um it looks like they're kind of getting their footing a little um like i said you know we we talk a lot of trash about this season but at least i do but the <laughs> the we we've talked about not really being very familiar with you know certainly the following 16 episodes uh with a couple yeah. exceptions yeah th this was one that i had definitely seen before so like you know it has the potential to actually be good um i thought it was just lazy and like the closing uh serling says file this one under h for haunting and, like that sounds like a treehouse of horror line it, it it does. It's definitely not uh, not Serling's uh, best work as far as the, the closing narration. Like, this um, man has crafted poetry in like exactly. most of the previous 103 episodes. Filed. I mean, it was 63, so maybe that was new. You know, 60 uh, 60 years ago. Gotcha. Uh, there was another one where, um, like, he just sort of randomly says, "File it under M for mankind." <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. And, and I, I forget exactly what episode that was, but I've always thought that one was dumb too. I hope he, I hope he does all twenty-six letters. Small naval engagement, the month of April, nineteen sixty-three. Not to be found in any historical annals. Look for this one filed under H for haunting in the Twilight Zone. Gabatron.